Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Breakfast Show, brought to you by the Pirate Rugby. My name is Hugh, and this is your 15-minute mini-podcast capturing all the news and results of the world of rugby union in between the recordings of the main podcast, as well as Ender's vital rugby TV guide to set you up for the weekend's action ahead. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, which is growing all the time. You can find exclusive clips and videos there, which you won't find anywhere else. And thank you once again for the love and affection that we've had for the latest episode of the main pod with Leslie. A lot of people really enjoying the uh, diverse uh, array of guests that we're getting and the diverse topics that we're covering. We've now ticked off all of the URC nations in terms of guests and we only plan to go even further afield from here on out. So stay tuned and thank you for your support as always. The best thing that you can do to support us, whether it's on audio versions or it's on Twitter posts or it's on YouTube videos, the best thing you can do is leave a comment. It, even if you just leave a comment that just says hi or not even that, just a full stop or something, that tells all of the algorithms and all of the places that we are generating an audience and interacting with people and it, it grows what we do. So likes and shares and things are all very valuable. If you can leave a comment, that really makes our day. So thank you very much. Right. On with the midweek news and results then. So, uh, midweek games, it was Nev- Nevers versus Vaughn in the Pro De De. Vaughn again. So, Vaughn always seemed to be playing on the Thursday night. So, we always talk about them on this show. Uh, and it was another defeat for them. They were leading 3-0 at half-time in a very Pro De De sort of way. But uh, Never had had two tries disallowed. And then in the second half, they came back with three tries that were very much allowed. And that was yet another league defeat for Vaughan. They still sit top, but Provence can go above them if they beat Brive tonight. And Bezier can go second if they beat Argen by more than 34 points, which I don't know how likely that is. It could happen. It's the Pro Day Dirt. Anything could happen. They could also lose by 50. Who knows? So, yeah, it's squeaky bum time, I think, for Vaughan. They've got a couple of tough fixtures. They play other top four teams imminently. But uh, they've got a reasonably okay run in, I think. So it's everything to play for and forever to play it in as normal. Uh, Not much other midweek rugby, but something that is going on, which is very niche. But it's a team that I support is winning it. So I'm happy. Um, Under 18s for the Welsh regions is happening at the moment. So uh, there's obviously an under 18 format every year. It includes all four Welsh regions, Dragons, Cardiff, Ospreys and Scarlet, and it also includes RGC, which is a Welsh rugby club in the north of Wales, so the other four are all in the south, uh, RGC is up in the north. 
And the Scarlets are currently battering everybody. Well, I say battering. They beat Cardiff 44 points to 40 in quite a silly game at Cardiff Farms Park. And then on Wednesday night, they absolutely destroyed the Dragons under 18s. 62 points to 7. Um, free scoring, scoring wherever they wanted. And I'm happy because it's like the only team that I support that's doing well. Um, T and Sparrow, the uh, captain and out, uh, sorry, open side flanker. Um, it looks to be a revelation. I know that Lee G from the Rap Podcast and Scarlet's Fever is very hyped about this guy. I think he was even kicking a conversion at some point, and he's a bloody flanker. Calm down, mate. And uh, my pr- favourite player out of the lot is Griff Watkins, uh, the outside centre, if for no other reason that Griff Watkins is a hell of a centre's name. That is nominative determinism if I ever heard it. Uh, these will be stars of the Scarlet's future. We might be bad at the moment, but you just wait five years. You just wait five years and these boys will probably all have been released to me playing in the English Championship because that's what we do. <sighs> Moving on. Right. Uh, transfer news. And apparently Paolo, Paolo Garbisi is on his way to Toulon imminently. Currently plays for Montpellier, the Italian international outside half. And I thought, well, why would he be going to Toulon? Because Toulon have Dan Bigger, Right? Right? Well, maybe not, because apparently Dan Bigger's back injury is worse than people feared. And he could be in in the last days of his career. I hope that's not true. This is all rumours and speculation at the moment. But I don't know, why would you be bringing in an international outside half if you already have one? And then apparently Tolofua is going the other way from Toulon back to Montpellier to replace Garbisi. But then that suggests that Bigger is not going anywhere. But then are you having Bigger and Garbisi at the same time? That seems silly. But then French rugby club is silly. Look at Toulouse. They've got Ramos and uh, Capuzzo and and uh, Kinghorn and... Uh, is it Malia? Yeah, I don't understand any of it. We'll wait and see what happens. But that seems to be the big story at the moment. And it's being reported so widely that I'm pretty much resigned to the fact that it is happening. Uh, right. Transfer. But not of a uh, player, but of a team... Going to a different venue. It is once again the Ospreys are going back to Bridgend. Um, so for their round of 16 in the Challenge Cup, they are moving from the Swansea.com, the big stadium in the middle of Swansea, to the slightly smaller Dunraven Brewery Field uh, to host that game. Now, they did this on New Year's Day. You can catch a, a video, a short video on our YouTube channel all about the controversy of that game to do with the quality of the pitch, etc., etc. But they're only going to do it again. And uh, we'll see how it goes this time. Will there be another lorry? <laughs> kind of be disappointed if there isn't at this point. You know, that was such a laugh the first time. Um, I assume it's because there's a fixture clash with Swansea City Football Club, who are the main owners of Swansea.com Stadium. Um, but yeah, much much merriment on Twitter at this news. Uh, Ospreys are looking for a new ground, uh, and it seems that Dunraven is the temporary solution. Whether it be the long term remains to be seen. And it'll be interesting to see how big of a crowd they get for this one. For all our international observers, listeners, um, Greater Manchester to Bridgend might seem like not far compared to, like I don't know, Sydney to Brisbane or, or what have you. But um, in the UK, that is a pain in the ass of a journey. <laughs> that is, the, the rail links in Wales are not good at the best of times. So if you go on the train, you have to go from Manchester Piccadilly so if you're in, living in the Sale area, you have to go from Sale to Manchester Piccadilly, which is a train station, and then you go to Birmingham, and then I think you 
uh, go from Birmingham New Streets to a different Birmingham train station and then you go from there to another train station, I think somewhere else in Wales, and then you change again to get to Bridge End and then you have to, I assume, get a bus or something to get to actually the ground. So that's a well over four-hour journey, maybe the best part of a five-hour journey, or you could do a four-hour car ride. Anyway, the point is, infrastructure in the UK is not what you think. Anyway, moving on. Um, oh, speaking of UK infrastructure, the government, uh, they are not making the Six Nations a protected um, sporting event. So this this broke before the recording of the main pod, but we didn't manage to squeeze it in. But... Uh, in the UK, uh, you're allowed to have some sporting events are protected and they have to be on free-to-air TV. So the FA Cup is that. I think the Football World Cup is that, uh, if not the final. I think the Rugby World Cup final is that. And I think there might be a couple of horse races as well. Um, so they, they, this comes up every couple of years. They try and make the Six Nations a protected viewing um, experience. Uh, and the government always says no. So it's not really news. It's just sort of the same news that happens every few years. Uh, obviously, people always get very upset by this because they're scared about the Six Nations going off free to air, etc., etc. Of course, all um, hardcore rugby fans all have all of the subscriptions to watch rugby on all of the platforms anyway. So I think it wouldn't just uh, affect us very much. But the feeling is that it would... Uh, the, the casual fan, the, the passing fan, bringing in new fans, it being behind a paywall wouldn't help whatsoever. And I probably agree with that. Right, let's go into some less big news. Uh, Grant Gilchrist has been banned uh, for Scotland's first match in the Six Nations up against Wales. He got uh, sent off for two yellow card offences against the Scarlets and one of those he has been cited for. And now he has been banned. Uh, as a Scarlets fan, I can definitely say that if Grant Kilchrist hadn't committed that heinous act, we would definitely have beaten Edinburgh by 50 points. Bastard. Right, moving on. Uh, another ban. Uh, Leicester Tigers women's coach Stretford, that's his name, that's not where he's from, uh, has been banned for seven weeks for abusing a match official. Don't abuse match officials, guys. Um, or girls. Um, so, uh, well-deserved ban. Good riddance to you. See you in seven weeks. Uh, speaking of match officials... Rugby Pass TV, who we had something to say about on the last pod, and keep your eyes peeled for that clip surfacing on uh, socials and YouTube maybe early next week. Um, Rugby Pass TV have unveiled a mini-doc about World Cup referees. So the likes of Wayne Barnes, Jaco Piper, Mathieu Reynal, etc. are all in a sort of behind-the-scenes documentary on referees and showing... The level of abuse that these guys get and how difficult their job is. And I, I would never want to be a referee. I, I don't really understand people who uh, want to do it, but that's just because of like how difficult it is and how much stick you get for it. So fair play to anybody. I, I'm, I couldn't do it even if I wanted to. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. It will be on Rugby Pass TV, which, as we said before, is free, but you do need to sign up. But once you have signed up, that's it. Although it might it might take your money later and on with new features but we at the moment it's free um so yeah looking forward to this um yeah and just i think it, it might end up being a more interesting watch than full contact perhaps and by the way full contact i still haven't started watching that um i've probably watched the first episode uh, today i've been watching the reactions on social media and it seems to be the reactions that we on the pilot rugby predicted everybody would happen would have uh, because it's the same people who made Drive to Survive, and so it's got all of the same cliches that Drive to Survive has. I'm not surprised. Um, everybody is, everybody's been doing that thing 
where they go, oh, people complaining about this, they just don't care, blah, 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 casual fans, blah, 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 and you're kind of looking around like, I haven't seen anyone complain about it. There's a lot of people complaining about people complaining about it, but not a lot of people complaining about it. Right, that brings it to the end of my segment. I shall now hand you over to my friend and colleague Ender for his TV guide. Have a great weekend, everybody, and enjoy your rugby. Cheers. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, folks. With the Six Nations right around the corner, we have a relatively quiet weekend of rugby on TV this weekend, but there are still some cracking games coming up. Starting on Friday night, as Harlequins host Leicester Tigers in the Premiership, this game kicks off at 7.45 and it's live on TNT Sports 1. Moving to Saturday in the Celtic Challenge, Gwalia Lightning take on Edinburgh. Kickoff is at 1.30 and it's live on Rugby Pass TV. Then in the Premiership at 2pm, Northampton host Newcastle. This game is available on TNT Sports Extra, otherwise known as Red Button. Heads up for anybody in the Republic of Ireland, this game is not being streamed on now, in the Celtic Challenge, Glasgow Warriors host Clovers. Kickoff is at 2pm and it's live on WPAS TV, BBC iPlayer and the BBC Sports website. Then, at 3pm, the Bulls host the Lions in the only URC game of the weekend and it's live on Viaplay Sports 1, Premier Sports 2 and URC TV. At 3.05, Bristol Bears host Bath in the English Premiership. And this game has been shown on TNT Sports 1. Then the top 14 is also back this weekend as Montpellier host Poe. Kickoff is at 4pm and it's live on Viaplay Sports 1. At 5.30 in the English Premiership, Saracens host Exeter and it's live on TNT Sports 1. Then also at 7.30 in the Celtic Challenge, we have Irish Wolfhounds hosting Brighton Thunder. And it's been streamed for free on Rugby Pass TV. And finally, on Saturday, in the French Top 14, Toulon host La Rochelle, and it's live on Viaplay Sports 1 with kickoff at 8pm. Moving to Sunday, two fixtures for the day. Gloucester hosts Sale Sharks at 3pm, live on TNT Sports 1. And finally then, the weekend's action finishes up at 8pm as Racing 92 hosts Toulouse. In the top 14 and this game is available on Viaplay Sports 1 and it's also available on Premier Sports 2 um, and it's the only top 14 game available live in the Republic of Ireland. Enjoy the weekend folks. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.